SNA Live podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way. And this is Billionaire Blocks. Give us your take on books, business tips, financial, music, whatever you like. Billionaire Blocks, inside the SNA Live podcast. Cigar Lounge with your peoples and only talking about cigars. It's time for the critical beatdown inside the SNA Live podcast. It's either time for a new artist or a new producer. This is the critical beatdown inside the SNA Live podcast. What's going on, fam? Blessed to be here, baby. Blessed to be here. But also today we have some special guests. We have Miss Francis. This is what you rocking with inside the SNA Live podcast. And we have Mr. <laughs> Dave McCoy, the founder and creator of the Cigar the Cigar Dive. It's right? the SNA Live Podcast, and, uh, and it's time for the notable mention. New York Urban Cigar Culture Pillars. Meaning without them, the culture can't stand. There's no foundation. Yes, sir. Now, as usual, we are part of uh, One Institution Media. Welcome to the SNA Live Podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way. This is for the culture, Black and Latinx. Where you at? Yeah, yeah, 16. Time is and fine, we're going man. live. We haven't even recorded in a minute. Yeah, we jumped in live, yeah, first yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's like a bike, though. <laughs> just jump on and just start pedaling. You have just listened to the SNA Live Experience. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode. We're going to be talking about how they can help keep pushing the culture forward. We're also going to be talking about the importance of creating a brand. And with that being said, as usual, cut your stick, light them up, let's get it poppin'. Welcome to SNLA Live, a podcast like no other. Featuring three the hard way. You, you want it, you got it. Yes, yes. We are back, episode 16, The Vapors. We are gonna touch on the New York City culture when it comes to cigars, and we have two of the pillars present with us. We're gonna touch in some history and some new lessons. But right now, it's a perfect time to get your stick, get your drink, get your seat, and let's rock. I must say, this is a, a grand moment because yeah. it's, uh, we've never done a live for one with a you know a, a staff like this. No, no, no. Like we pulled out all the, the the shows for today. We're streaming live. You know, yeah. we're on multiple platforms, and we're also going to be on our page. You know, so if you do miss the stream, you can catch us later on IGTV. But you can also catch us when we post everything live on our YouTube pages yep. and on our Castos pages yep. on One Institution's platform. Yep. So again, welcome, welcome, guys. It's great to have you here. Great to be here. Family right here, baby. Family. Absolutely. Indeed. These are my brothers. Pleasure having y'all. Pleasure having y'all. So we like we broke down the the show to you before we started. We went we gotta get into the what we're smoking, what we're drinking. And you know what? I'm gonna let our guests start it off. That'd be a nice touch. Mr. McCoy. What do you have over there, brother? Presently I'm smoking uh Midnight Express by Robin Corwell. Turn that mic into you, brother. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, thank you. I'm smoking the Midnight Express by Robert Corwell. This is a fantastic cigar, by the way. Uh, it's, it has a, a Criollo and Corojo 98. 
for all you cigar smokers that know what time it is. That yeah, is that's a, a great show leaf. Right there. It's a great leaf, and it's smoking very well. It's uh, it has some. I don't know. Me, me and my brother had a hard time uh, with the name of this hybrid Connecticut yeah. that yeah. it's made for. But it doesn't even really look like a Connecticut. But it's some kind of hybrid Connecticut with aspirin. Aspirin. Aparaca. 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 Okay. There you go. Yes. Yes. There it is. And that's uh, Good on the that's what I'm smoking. Man. It's a great cigar. Yeah, that's man. what I'm smoking. Cool, cool. And Miss Martinez, what did you got? I got the house blend, the tricolor one. It's um, Nicaraguan. It's um, Connecticut, Candela, y Maduro. Sir. And I love this cigar because it's my boy Asa. Rest in peace. Oh, Asa's oh, favorite. God. Yeah, God bless his day. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, brother, what you got? I'll jump in right away, man. I am smoking the Mildius Edition Limitada 2021. Uh, this is, uh, it was inspired by the the Hoya de Monterey cigar. They got a double, I think it's a double Corona this size. Um, it's got an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. It's got a Nicaraguan binder. And it's, the fillers are from Costa Rica and Nicaragua. So, I mean, you just can't go wrong. I've always loved this size of cigar. It's uh, always been a favorite of mine. And they really sent this one home with this baby, with this baby right here. Yeah, every time, ever since we got those on the shelf, some things have been flying yeah, off. Been flying. I love that whole line. Yeah, yeah. no, their, their their line is phenomenal. Yeah, you know who's a big fan of that one? Nino. Yeah, Nino. Every time. Uh, how's DJ out. on Fridays? Check us out. Nino, what up? Another pillar. Yeah. In the industry. Yeah. No yeah. cap. Definitely, definitely, Lee, brother. What you smoking? So I'm smoking the uh, Liga Maestro from Mumbacho Cigars. One of my favorites in here. First came in here, I smoked this thing. Long finish, you know, a lot of flavors going on here. Uh, wrapper is a Habano shade grown in Jalapa, Jalapa. Jalapa. Um, binder is a Habano Criollo in, from Jalapa, and the fillers are from Condega in Jalapa. It's a great cigar. This thing burns slow, and you can't get bored with this thing. It changes like every 10 or 15. That's one of my favorites from that this line. Is a really good cigar. Love this. I haven't smoked this in a while, so I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, it's been a minute since I smoked. I, I haven't had this in probably about three or four months. It's, it's been long. I think it's been longer for me since last summer, man. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say the summertime. I think it's the last yeah, time I, I, I smoked that to. one. I had to. What are you rocking with? What you got? So it's an oldie but goodie. Y'all gonna make fun of me? So the Drew Estate Underground. <laughs> oh, Remember when yeah, yes. the first time I smoked this, yeah, I ain't smoked yeah. nothing for like two months. But this, this yo, guy. we had to tell every time we would go, we would go to Rubens <laughs> or JR's, and we'd be like, yo, smoke something else. Nah, I love nah, this. Nah, nah, yo, know what I'm saying? But that's the whole thing about the legal underground. To the Liga Nine. Yeah, exactly. You know, he wanted uh, a go to cigar where the Liga number nine and the rest of that line is more of a cel- celebratory yeah. thing than an everyday stick. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Price points is great. Perfect price, you know yeah. Oh, yeah. Great price points. And, and the crazy part, I think it's funny that you mentioned that because in doing the, the, the background research for the cigar for, for today's podcast, I didn't even know. This was like from the same strains of tobacco as the Liga Number Nine, so I was like, "Oh, it makes sense why this was one of my favorite." Because Liga Number Nine is probably my all-time favorite cigar. That and probably like the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series, but the Liga Number Nine is probably up there. So when I when I did the research on this cigar, I was like, "Oh, it makes sense." And just to give the people the background, San Andreas Maduro wrapper. We got some championship right there. Nicaraguan binder and a Brazilian. And Nicaraguan filler. That's where you get the complexity from. Yeah, so you get the notes of coffee yeah, yeah. with a hint of spice. And like I said, it's 
it's kind of like, like actually, actually, I dare you put it perfectly. It's the league of number nine is kind of like the all right it's a special occasion you don't smoke that every day but if you want that unless you got it (laughs) (laughs) unless you got it if you got it then it's all good man yeah you you ain't got no worries just saying just saying some people do they do that but here's the thing though even if like my pockets was deep that like that where I can do that every day. I feel like you don't appreciate it. That's because that's smoke that's, it every yeah, that's the kind of sore heart though. But some you know people I mean? just get stuck on. Yeah, something. I get you. I get you. But it's like, man, if, if you smoking that every day, then what are you doing for the celebration? You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's a good Yo, question. Ryan, get, no, two get, of them. Ryan, get stuck on it until you're broke. Yeah, <laughs> dang, yeah, that's what. <laughs> facts. <laughs> You ain't lying there, bro. Yeah, I got hooked on the league, son. I couldn't put him down, man. <laughs> Bank account was stacked. I haven't heard a story started. like that yet, thank God. <laughs> no. They came and repoed my car. Surprise. Surprise we have it, but uh, yeah, you haven't heard one like that yet. They repoed my car, man. I'm getting kicked out of my house, man. It's the leagues, yo. I can't, I can't put him down. How they say in the casino, running home to his bank examiners. Yes, it's facts. It's facts. So before we get into our uh, first uh, topic of the day, we got to talk about what we're drinking. And since, uh, Leek, you brought the uh, libations for today, I'm going to let yes, you uh, sir. Uh, this talk is one of it. my all-time favorites right here, especially with a good cigar, man. This is the Basil Hayden. This is just this is not the top line. It's just, a, you know, the entry level. But Basil Hayden uh, bourbon whiskey, again, great pairing, with uh, especially with a Nicaraguan cigar. This is my go-to. Um, I see a day in the crew. They came with some to also, so like mine's. Yeah, shout out to cigar gods in the building. <laughs> what up? Salute. Yes, sir. Oh, oh. Wait, I can do that? You can do what? No, we got Farouk, we got Marcus, we got Black from my brother. Yeah, shout him yeah, out, bro. Shout of course, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt, no doubt. The cigar gods here. And congratulations to my, 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 my big brother Farouk on his engagement. Oh, okay. Another oh, nice, one. Oh, nice. congrats. Okay. Welcome to the club. <laughs> okay. Congrats, brother. Yes, sir. So yo, you t- you said it's not the top level Basil Hayden, it's the entry level, and it's still fucking even, awesome. I was about to say, even it's the entry awesome. level, you still win it. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah, a fucking yeah. loss. It's yeah, not, you still win it. All. I think we get lost sometimes in the vapors with things. I would I would uh, actually equate it to the to the underground, underground yeah. in regards to a to to, to a, 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 a balanced mm-hmm. uh, bourbon. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's it's more balanced. It's not too crazy. Exactly. I think that's why I like. Yeah. Yes. No. That's why I love having it with a cigar. I think that pairs well with a cigar. It's like mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly. It just goes perfect together. Yeah, but clearly, it pairs well. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about the, the cigars in general, let's let's just jump into it. So, ladies first. I'm gonna let the cigar chaser tell us how, how long have you been smoking, and what got you into it in the first place. Yeah, give her the whole mic, and then when the day talks, just push yours over to him. All right. We'll move it around. Um, 20 years, I've been serious for the past 11, more into everything about the whole culture. But um, I used to see my grandmother in Dominican Republic. She used to smoke cigars. Mm. So, I mean, she used to smoke the big bats, like the big baseball bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. While she grinding her coffee in the morning, and I used to not understand nothing about that mm-hmm. she looked crazy to me but 
now that I'm older. Uh-huh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you understood. Makes like, sense. She was living her life <laughs> to the fullest, but I got introduced in the older age um, cigars when it was the um, 9-11 by my ex. He was like, because I was, you know, going through my emotions at that time. Mm. And he was like, nah, we're going to go smoke a cigar. And I was like, smoke a cigar? Like, I ain't got time for that. So we went to Davidoff's when they was at Columbus Circle. And he got me a Davidoff Geneva. And that was my first cigar that I really got into it and got hooked on Cigars. Oh, a dab it off We'll do that right? yeah. yeah Talk about being spoiled I'm from the jump <laughs> Yeah exactly I know I was I was very Treated very well so, so that was Damn That's my little story Right there So quick question Before, before I, uh, I ask our day When his first uh, Venture into cigars was Do you think so you went to the Davidoff Lounge, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think the experience of the lounge enhanced the whole thing? Like, hypothetically speaking, if he just was like, yo, here's a cigar, but you just chilling on the block, do you think it would have had the same impact? No, because always the ambiance is definitely a factor to the whole experience, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, give or take, but uh, ambiance does help enhance, the, you know, all the senses. Yeah. So when you're smoking, you're like, oh, I got this, I got this music i got a nice place yeah, yeah. it definitely enhances the cigar I think. nice yeah it was the same for me i did what about you brother well i get out yeah there you go two mics yes you do can i get one mic <laughs> all i need, all I need is, one. is one mic <laughs> all right uh so, well me and my brother kareem we was big fans of marvel comics okay mm-hmm. And uh, Kareem's favorite hero, I think, was the Incredible Hawk. And mine's was Logan, Wolverine. And I was about... Wolverine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was very young was at the time. Yeah. And uh, Wolverine smoked cigars. He stayed chewing on yeah, a cigar. Yeah, he did. All the yeah. time. He still does, even now, in the movie. this is the most interesting part. Now, I was always curious about smoking cigars. But can I curse? Yes, yeah, oh, of course. Can. Yeah, curse would fuck away. My brother Kareem. <laughs> I cursed in the fucking intro. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You fucking kidding me, bro? <laughs> As I tell people when they be in here, like, and, they, and they curse me, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, yo, it's a fucking cigar lounge. You, know? you can't curse here. It's not a church. Where the fuck Calm can you down. curse? Yeah. yeah, so, but my, 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 brother, my brother Kareem, as we got older, of course, I was curious about smoking cigars because I loved Logan. Yeah. I, I, like, I mean, I was so enthralled at that character that like, I would buy art straight from Cadence. This is when, before the, another company took over Marvel Comics, Cadence owned it, and they used to do this computer art of Logan. I was the only kid on the block with every poster of Logan inside the room. I mean, awesome. Like, I had T-shirts, all that. Yeah. We talking about when I was like 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was a huge fan of Logan. But he was always chomping on cigars. He was a very spiritual dude, always a loner. And this is the interesting part. My brother was the first to try the cigar. Really? Yeah. Okay. I seen my brother on the porch. He had a big motherfucking cigar. Mm-hmm. Like, it was. he had to be this big. It was a big cigar. Yeah. I don't know where he got that shit from, yeah. but it was huge. It was about a 70. Damn. We're okay. talking about back in 1989 or something oh, like that. Oh, shit. Okay. You know what what the fuck did he get that from? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck you get that cigar from? <laughs> yeah. Like, he was smoking it on the porch. So that just gave me the, that just gave me the okay. 
So basically, my brother gave me the okay to yeah. actually get into cigars. Mm. He left that shit alone. I just kept going with it. Mm. 34 years strong. And he, uh, you know, I, I got given him to my brother. 34. 34 years. Damn. 34 years strong. Going hard. Okay. Okay. Let me just give a quick backstory, though, how we met both of these uh, pioneers, man. So, Ra, you, you obviously, you know, that was us two going up in the cigar end. Who was that? Maybe what? Ten years ago, more shit. So, shout out to C Quillen, as as you were. We we came up in Cigar Inn, as you were. And he's like, "Yo, you gotta meet this dude, man." We're like, "All right, all right." Our day was in the corner, you know, politicking like he do as usual, you know, talking to everybody, all attention on him, you know, schooling everybody. Just came over and, yo, I just got to tell you, you showed us, like, love, like, from the beginning, bro. From day one. From day one, you know what I mean? Day man? fucking one. And we was brand new into this business. We didn't, I mean, we knew a little bit, but we definitely weren't, um, you know, seasoned. And every time we, we would come back, you would always kind of hit us with another Jew, like, every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, facts. We were full of confidence more than yeah, knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had time. confidence. We had, we had the swag. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that. You know we, we had, had the swag. The confidence more than knowledge during yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. I gotta tell y'all, like, um, what I, what I, I called y'all, yo, yo, these dudes, y'all gorillas, man. Oh, you said beast. I, 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 I remember, remember that. that. I remember beast. that. That was your shit. I remember that. I called, yeah, I called, I'm like, yo, these dudes is beast. They not playing. I seen, I seen Ryan, I seen Malik. Yo, a Conway came like late, little couple later, later, yep. a couple, yeah. couple years later. And I'm yeah. like, this, yo, these dudes is really absorbing all of this shit. Like yeah. everything that I said, every word that I said. Yeah. Ryan and Malik, they was clinging on to that shit. Yeah, for I'm sure. Like, oh my god, like we live our life trying to inform people and try to educate people and not have it fall on deaf ears. For sure. Yeah. This yeah. is one of those cases. Facts For sure man Yeah, like, Facts and, Definitely wouldn't we just Clearly kept... it didn't fall <laughs> <laughs> We was listening We was yeah, listening we no, listen, without bro. a doubt We listened man Without we a doubt But nah man You just always show love And we just kept coming back And then yeah. you, you always have that little minute Where you kind of go into Like a real breakdown Of the history of the cigar And everything so, you know, Again we listen to all that You know what I mean So just want to appreciate Appreciate you for that And, and cigar- even watching your release With your cigar And how you maneuvered During that time Oh yeah the, Dandy, the Dandy McCoy, McCoy. That was, yeah, you know, that was a, I told you That was one of my favorites yeah, bro. Same here I missed that. Yeah, that was a, that was a, the brainchild of uh, uh, Eddie Ortega. Yes, sir. Uh, you, you know, uh, he was a he was a. I'm sorry, he was a. Uh, I think him and Eric Espinosa was partners at one time. Ah. And Eddie Ortega. Went oh, I didn't on, know that. Okay. Yeah, he went on uh, to do his own line, uh, the Series D Ortega Series D, and the rest of them. And he decided to make a cigar celebrating aficionados uh, uh, from all over the United States. And he came out with something called the Wild Bunch Twelve. And he just chose me. He just chose me as one of the, you know, one of the guys to represent a month. It's just, it's just turned out that my cigar yeah, it was the best. Crazy. It was the best. Out no, of all it was a fucking phenomenal. I'm not just saying that because you peoples. That shit was no, the no, best no. Out of all. Yeah, like first time I smoked, I was like, yo, really? <laughs> like, yo, what is this? My bad. I don't know if you remember. Go, I text you. I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. His right first here. launch is this. Yeah. What? Oh my god! How do you top that one now? Malik looking at me like this. Yeah, yeah, this shit's crazy. I text him like, yo, this is crazy right here. No, it, it, it was um, but it was something great to see too when we were walking into the culture to see, again, one of the figureheads that were actually moving and shaking and doing something more than just collectively building, you know, and just you know hanging out, whatever. You were actually pushing towards. You know, establishing a brand, whether it was you know your brand GNS or what GNS, exactly. Like you were setting the stage for that in New York City, yeah. and everyone saw that, and everyone, and it was hard not to see it. Yeah, yeah. it really was. But also, he was like the first 
Yeah, take that back. There you go. The first man of color. That's yes. the biggest one. Yes. No, that's exactly. So when I reference the culture, I am referring to our people. Mm -hmm. yes. You know what I mean? I'm meaning our people. But people that don't know. Facts. Was, you got to teach them a little bit. The and to do it a cigar and a dad down there. That was a... Uh, Great, great baseball player. Great baseball player. Yeah, that's true. I think Rocky Patel did a line for him. Yeah. Like, like I said, great, great baseball player. Great baseball player. Appreciate your time on the Yankees. And cigar chaser was always in the in the cut. Every time we came in there, she was always there. She was representing for the ladies. You know what I mean? She. Now let me tell you something. I've been around, you know, obviously being around the circuit, we go to different lounges and we see females smoking, but this woman right here will smoke anybody under the table. Yeah, she's, there's a, there's a, without a doubt. Early. Easy. Yeah. Like, if you follow her, you know, follow her on a page, what, what do you go through, like five or six cigars a day? Mm. <laughs> I cut down. <laughs> All right, good, 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 good. No, but you're yeah, right. You know your shit. You know your, you definitely know your cigars. You everywhere, you show love to every, anytime anybody's doing something, you always make sure you show love and... We actually did an event with, um, yeah. where, where you, you know you represent was at the uh, level up, level level up event. Which one? In the Bronx. No, that was um, the the. Pitoro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the lifestyle. Lifestyle event. event. Yes, yes, yes. Circa 2015. Yes. yes. That was that was a crazy year. But anyway, but yeah, it was nice. It was nice. But no, definitely just again appreciate everything you do representing for the females, female cigar smokers. Females don't get a lot of credit, you know, in this business and. You know, obviously everybody knows cigar chasing, so. Exactly. Yeah. But if it wasn't for a day, I would not No, but the thing is, uh, cigar chaser, uh, she, 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 what she represents in, uh, in, the, in the cigar culture and also the cigar industry. What you got to understand, like uh, small hands roll cigars. Mm -hmm. That makes up, that may be uh, 60 percent of the hand rollers in uh, South and Central American countries are really female. Yeah, you know, so it's it's really delicate, and I don't think they get enough credit. So when you come across somebody like Cigar Chaser, who's as knowledgeable as her in cigars is, it's extremely admirable in the male-dominated industry. Yeah, sir. Yeah, definitely. Big time for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> I think that'd be the first time there was like real emotion like that shared yeah. on this this, yeah. this podcast. Yeah. That'd, that'd be that a was first. nice. That was real nice. Yeah. No, but you got to give your flowers when they're doing, and both of you guys deserve just that. I mean, at the end of the day, listen. Um, <clears throat> when I came on the scene, like I said with Malik, this was a brand new thing, but it was only there was only one thing, one gig in town, and it was what you guys were doing consecutively and consistently, and that's what inspired the masses of everyone else to. You know, follow through, and that should lead us calmly, you know, into, you know, our, our, our actual next. Yeah, your next question. Yeah, that's actually perfect segue. What's up? I also gotta give a shout out to my brother, my brother Kevin Senior Cigar Bristol. Kevin, Senor what up? Cigar, that's Good, right. Brother. It's my partner, uh, GNS. That's my brother. He's been through a lot, and he's carried the. Uh, he's that's he's okay. carried the GNS Cigar Group. For many, many years. Uh, Don't worry about that, brother. We'll I, clean that I later. Stayed in the shadows, so um, I'm gonna give a big shout out to Kevin Senior Cigar Bristol. In my head. Shout out, Senior, brother. Appreciate facts, it. man. Facts, definitely, man. 
so a day. The cigar culture in New York, or specifically the urban cigar culture, past and present. I just want to kind of get your thoughts on somebody who pretty much was the, the pioneer leading it and where it's at today and, and what you've seen in terms of from where it started to where it's at right now. And pull it, yeah, because we need this audio right here. No. Big facts about the about to go on right now. Now, in regards to the emergence of the urban cigar culture, I have my own philosophy. Okay. And I would like to share that philosophy with you brothers. Uh, I've spoken to this, spoken to people about this uh, a few times, and uh, what people have to understand is that uh, cigars is a excellent relaxation tool. And saying that um, is, is to say that uh, depending on your struggle, depending on your struggle day to day, uh, will, will determine how you invest in your peace of mind. And the reason why this there's this emergence in the urban cigar culture is simply our struggles are different. Yeah. Some people are given a silver spoon. Some people are born into money. Uh, Malik, Ryan, Conway, they come from the same thing that we all come in. And they had to scrounge to get this. They had to work hard to get where they at right now. And crack a couple heads too. And crack a couple heads. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Nah, it's okay. I just wanted to lighten that up there a little bit. <laughs> so I think, I think the reason why... The reason this this cigar culture would continue to emerge is is a fundamental principle of investing in investing in our uh, in our peace of mind. Black people don't mind investing in our peace of mind. Latinos love to invest in their peace of mind. So whatever it is that we can use, uh, whatever tool there is to promote that relaxation. We're going to we're going to do it, and 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 cigar smoking for some reason, people are so drawn to it, and it's because and it's because it creates something outside that you know uh, it creates something inside that you can't find outside, uh, uh, familiar faces and uh, familiar personalities, in which on normal basis you won't find anywhere else. I mean, like you can't find on the street. So when you open up a lounge or you do a hearth, you get to chop it up with people that you don't normally chop it up Facts. with. Yeah. And you chop it up with them on levels that's, that's educational and, and social and, 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 and it's just a great camaraderie. And this is why the emergence of the urban cigar smoker will continue to grow because people want to invest blacks, particularly dark people, mm -hmm. want to invest in their peace of mind. And this is one of them. And this is why it's not going to go anywhere anymore, anytime soon. Would you agree that, that this was something that has been taken away from our culture for decades? You know, this was always a, a, a relaxation method that was enjoyed by people of a different complexion compared to us throughout the years. Absolutely. And it was it's also harnessed and sold and, it's time and for you the know, notable cultivated in shops that were not allowing us to walk into these specific uh, locations to sit and frequent and purchase from them. No, we did. They didn't make us feel comfortable. Correct. Uh, the, the, the irony. And being, I'm even going back further. Yeah, you know. But the irony being, the people that made this, they look just like look us. Like us. Facts. Yeah. And that's the painful part. Yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, you know, um, I say this often, and uh, 
I'm, I'm in 1995, between, in the 90s period, I used to frequent these lounges in Manhattan. And I, what I would see was like, when I, and I, think, I, I didn't think anything of it. You know what I'm saying? I just thought this was just their spot. So I used to go to these lounges in Manhattan and that's all you see is them. None of us. It, we didn't exist in those lounges, but I did know that was there was plenty of urban cigar smokers. There was a lot of black and Latino cigar smokers everywhere. They just didn't have a home. Right. Yeah. We'll they didn't talk. have a home. Yeah. So um, honestly, Kevin and I, and I, I say this to people all the time, it was a, it was a deliberate. It was deliberately done on a site called socialcigar.com that we wanted to change that. You know, we knew these people was all over the place and we wanted to get them, get us all together to start smoking cigars together in these lounges. And that's where Baz, Billy and Gus gave us the opportunity yeah. on Second Avenue. Shout out. Yeah. Those are the former owners of Cigar Inn. Shout out to Gus, Bill. All right. He just hit me up tonight. Uh, he wanted to hang out. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I'm doing a podcast. He said, do it hot. So that's that's my in regards to the emergence of the urban cigar smoke, but it's not gonna stop just on that philosophy. Mm. It's just a fundamental principle of, of, of investing in one's uh peace of mind. I agree. I agree. I heard a story with Ray Lewis. I'll tell you real quick. Uh, he had spoken about how cigars were important to him and he didn't understand it when his father his grandfather actually was trying to teach it to him and what happened was he smoked with him for a few years didn't really get it yet he just saw it as I was just smoking and you're smoking whatever his grandfather passes and you know he's getting consoled by his family and during this time uh some of his family members start sharing some cigars because obviously that's what grandpa did he finally lit a cigar had a moment by himself and had an epiphany at that moment that that moment in time for him that he had there that was the moment that his grandfather was trying to teach him not about his death but about that peace yeah about that moment to get yourself together that collective moment that yeah. is your time yeah. now there's funny memes they always say that this is asshole repellent because it pushes people away you know what i mean and realistically when you smoke cigars the people that don't need to be around you don't need to be around you yeah. that's when you have real, your time real talk that's when you get your moment to you know get some clarity yeah. or just fuck it you just want to be fucking alone you yeah. know what i mean yeah, sure. you could be going through some shit or could be going through nothing you know you don't need an excuse for it yeah. so i mean just just touches on that you know that no. thing with the whole meditational piece and all that oh, no. Forget about it. yeah for sure um cigar chaser i mean same question, but I would like to hear from a female point of view as far as the female industry, because I know you, you're big in the female industry. Like I said, I know a lot of the, 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 the ladies around the country, not just in the tri-state area, the country follow you, and I know you visit, you know, you go to Miami, you go to Atlanta, you, you, what, what, are you what are you seeing right now? Um, hmm. It's different from a female, because guys is more of a, Getting together, celebrate, or football, whatever. Women, I'm still trying to understand. Trying to figure out how to get them collectively together. I'm like, what? I mean, you're not lying there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is. I mean, because everyone has their own thing, thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm trying to understand why the reasons why it's so overpopulated now. And I love it because I'm all for women mm. all the time. And the growth, obviously, you've heard. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I love it. I love to see it. But when you have the wrong intentions, when you come into this culture and you're not really doing your homework and you're just a puffer, not a smoker. Mm. Wow. Hashtag. Yeah. yeah. You're a puffer, not a smoker. smoker. T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, that was, that was a hard. That was puffer, a hard line right not there. Not a smoker. Bars. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to get 80s on you. <laughs> okay. No, but I mean, that's that's where I have a. That was tough. That was tough. <laughs> Yo, that was real tough. <laughs> no, but that's what it is. Because no, it's I real mean, talk. You know. Got the auto gauge on. You know, I don't know Click how to. Click the trigger. There you go. Oh, okay. You know, it's just, that's the only problem that I'm having right now because it's overwhelming. So, you were saying that you had mentioned that um, it's a it's a growing thing right now. You're saying it's becoming it's a little too much. So there's you know, a, lot of, you know, a lot of posers out there, which is what you're saying. Right. A and, lot of puffers, and, and, not smokers. smokers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's gonna no, be the word. And I feel like it's it's messing up the whole culture because now it's not a culture. Are, are you are you? I'm not gonna. I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but are you talking about these brand ambassador females? Because there's a lot of them out there. No, just in general. Okay. I mean, I, I think just it's, it's just sure. you have okay. ambassadors. You have you have uh, smoke crews. You have like this is a lot of it's a lot a lot. So do you remember in the '80s, man? There was like a couple of like main gangs that just wrecked shit up. You know, you had big gangs, yeah. and they just wrecked shit up. And then you always had the spawns mm. of these big gangs because I don't like the way you run shit. I could run shit better on my set, yeah. right. so I'm gonna spur away from you and take some de facto's with me, and we're gonna start our own little thing. And yeah. I personally feel that's how I've watched the landscape change over the years. You know what I mean? Where it's just kind of like instead of sticking together, you know what I mean? Where we can. Attack so much more Groups just splinter off Groups splinter off yeah. And that's the biggest Conquering divide uh, You know that People don't see Long term yeah. You know what I mean um, Yeah grab that mic out there I know you got something to say. <laughs> uh, Well I mean just You know again It's just I'm just reading the tea leaves For what they are There's yeah, nothing yeah. you know That anyone can't Or did not see How do you feel about that 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 uh, yeah, explanation like, uh, I know you all about You know coming together And camaraderie Yeah but um, This is something I told Uh I told a friend of mine named Diamond, and I told Keon Sims, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Keon. Um, and Kevin Bristow. I said, um, when we first started GNS, that's New York City, uh, New York, Grown and Sex and the City Cigar Group. When we, when we first formed that, it was the whole, I, no, I mean, I, I mean just, let me just uh, get this together. That's okay, I told them. I yeah. told them that we have to expect negativity because we're the first of our time. Mm. Anytime you have a situation where something new emerges, something something different, something others others haven't mm. seen before, you're gonna get all kinds of feedback. Criticisms or whatever. Grows, even yeah. even among our own. You, uh, as it grows, we're going to have negativity. We're going to have people that have their own ideas and their own their own agendas on how they want to do shit and how they want to how they want to move around others and even separate others. You have a lot of people promoting yeah. vision, yeah. right? But this is not anything new. There's not a movement that's ever taken place in regards to something that is new that haven't had that. Mm -hmm. 
but had some type of infiltration, yeah. Exactly, but what determines uh, the, the strength of a culture is how we move forward and not pay that any attention whatsoever. I like yeah. that. And yeah. not paying any attention because it's going to because it's growing. It is. And different, different. And that's different a great thing. Is it is a great thing. The growth is is a beautiful thing. But you know, again, it just some kind of direction would help a little bit. Oh no, no question. It's just the etiquette. That's the exact point right there. Poor etiquette. Take that mic back. <laughs> you could just take it. I'm saying these women are doing too much. It's like, is it for the likes? Is it because now you know we do live in that era. I no, mean, at the I, end of the day, I get day. it. I get it. I get it. But I mean. People are full blown depressed when their their their, their likes aren't up there yeah. on their fucking. No, but that's when <laughs> Let me just jump on the next thing. Not really be about it, but as long as I get the likes, that's all that matters. Right. Ten likes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> I actually had to congratulate a young lady because she got fifty three likes on her pics for once. Nice. Okay. Well, whoever that lady was, there you go. There goes your. Uh, but you got about three more seconds left of that. You can enjoy all that. <laughs> Because that's how quick it is, though, what we yeah. live in this time, realistically. Yeah. No, it wasn't even like a smite. You know, it's just... But that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of insecurities and in, in it's coming out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's definitely going to do that. It will. It will. Speaking about woman, shout out to Consuelo from Be More. She just, she just joined on my page. What up, Connie? Oh, that's what's up, man. Yo, I did actually pass that bottle this way, brother. Oh. Get a little splash. Yeah, questions start opening up a little bit more soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, just just touching on the, the landscape of things. Like, look, um, growth is a beautiful thing. Um, it shows the diversity of what we're capable of doing. Um, everyone has something to bring to the table. Everyone has some connection or some something to bring in, you know, as long as things are done with the right intentions, the culture will grow the way it's supposed to. When things get, you know, done for the wrong ones or, you know, you get the wrong type of support or lack of support from the people that should be supporting. And that's where the problem grows for me personally. You know what I mean? Just because at the end of the day, um, we're only as strong as the people that are next to us at the end of the day, especially when you're trying to be and build in a culture like ours. Chain is only as strong as its weakest it's link. Its weakest link. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you're the one that is, you know, or there's a multiple or whatever the case may be, you don't want to be that weak link inside of this uh, up and coming conglomerate because it really is. Listen, when you actually Google like uh, New York City and you look in cigars, just do a random search and you just see images. You'll see that we occupy almost more than fifty percent of the images that pop up. Yeah, New York City is the city of the world. Yeah, we have so to have that type of you know um, clout here to say yeah. it yeah. shows that there is a standard and that we set. And also, this is not a cheap hobby. No, no. You know what yeah, I mean? This is all. not a cheap pastime. Jeez. Not at all. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> due to a day, a day started this whole thing about the urban smoker. Ten, I, I agree with you so DJ, much. No, you ain't. No, you're, you're not <laughs> lying. Yo, you're really, not lying. It definitely started in New York. Like New facts. York, with a day in his New York, in my um, New York City. That's okay, mama. That's okay. I've, but you know I've what I'm telling mean. Kevin for a long time to shorten this name. <laughs> it is a little. It's too yeah. many syllables there right, with that. Right, right. Right. No, but I'm saying they really. That's why it's always just been G and S. that this is where it started, and everybody just branched off and started having DJs and everything. 
Facts. And I'm like, we did that, done it. Facts. And to be honest, you here just you know for it's no hidden secret here. We when we were doing stuff here when we first opened up, we wanted to recreate the thing that we felt was missing, which was the stuff that you had started yeah. and the vibe that you were you know that, creating that, in the, the city. Garment, yeah, Cigarment specifically. Yeah, and, and, that, and, and that's we, the thing. Yeah, like it's not it's not you know unnecessarily a negative to 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 replicate, but understand and appreciate where it came from. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna do it, cool, but then. Give credit where credit is due And be like yo We are doing this And we only can do this Because of Brothers like our day You know what I'm saying So I'm not saying you have to Necessarily You know uh, Create something Totally Totally new You can Replicate and put your own Little spin on it But once again Just give credit where credit is due Facts I, I appreciate I appreciate uh, Credit And uh yeah, I'm actually in awe of it because uh, unfortunately it's very rare. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's sad to hear. That's, sad. that's, that's the sad part. That really is sad to hear, man. But at the end of the day, I like to watch. I'm enjoying this ride. I'm, I'm sitting here watching something grow. And I've seen it from its infancy. Mm-hmm. And it's still basically, I mean, I think Ryan touched on that a second ago. We're still basically in, in, at an infancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's not like it's 50 or 100 years down no, the line. No, no. Yeah, to yeah. It's very young right now. So it's growing. And of course, we're going to have uh, negative elements that's going to come. And that's for anything. Yeah, that, that's a part of the growth, though. But we start here where yeah. we are right now. Mm-hmm. This is our opportunity to, especially this pla- platforms like SNA. Yeah. Platforms like this is a great start for people to start understanding where we are in this culture. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? And appreciating our hand rollers, appreciating our master blenders, these humble people that provide this product that allow us to come together the way we come together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a great equalizer. So. All we have to do is keep pushing forward and just forget the, and, and well, uh, understand the negativity. Understanding it meaning, understanding it's not, it's gonna, it's not going anywhere. It's gonna always be here. Facts. You're always gonna get heat. Facts. People gonna, you got haters, you know what I'm saying? I mean like, and you got people that's insecure and people that's like, you know. Leaving one star reviews on Google. So, you don't you don't pay that any mind. The big picture is always. Oh, I got to talk to you about that. This is what this is what it's all about. Always watch the big picture. Oh, I know. Picture. I heard. No, but here's the thing, though. Like, all about that. this is why I never mind haters, because nobody hates on you when you're fucked up in the game and doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nobody nobody hates on you. Got haters, you're doing something right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity at the end of the day. There isn't, but like. Like what, I guess what it boils down to is they hating on you for a reason because you shine it. You know what I mean? Like if your light, oh, you're just di- doing something that they're not. That's the insecurity, you know? though. Exactly. They 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 secretly wish they were secretly wish they had the balls to do what you were doing. Facts. That's number one. There's a lot of people on the sideline criticizing what people are in the game doing. Correct. And it's like, well, you on the sideline, brother. Like, so it's easy for you to say from your nosebleed seats what I should mm. be doing on the field or the court. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But backseat driver. If you was in the game, then maybe I respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. But if you in the cheap seats, I'm you're not in the, bleach, you, the bleacher creatures. Yeah, I'm not paying you no mind. Yeah, trying to win the game. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Absolutely. You pull up on these guys, you see them acting funny, you look at them. You're, you're lucky I'm turning into a gentleman. <laughs> I'm doing the cigar. Gangsta, cigar gangsta and a gentleman. And I'm turning into a You're gentleman. a gentleman thug. Gangsta, gangsta and a gentleman. Like, like Styles said. Facts. 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 So, Francis, when you were coming up, how many, you would, you would go to lounges or whatever, how many women, like, where, like at its genesis, when it started, like, where, where you were starting, how many women would you see going out? Handful. Was it, like, the same familiar faces, or was it? Regular schmegglers. Yeah. <laughs> Regular schmegglers. Regular schmegglers. Okay. No, but everybody was cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we had to lighten that up a little bit, add a little Mark, more cream in the coffee Mark, Mark, right there. Marcus said, "What's a schmegler?" <laughs> no, but I, I, there was very few, very, 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 very few, and um, but everybody stood to the lane. You know, everybody yeah. knew what they was into. Hot. It wasn't about TNA and none of that. It was strictly smoking at that time. Yeah, I mean, like, like back when I was inside the lounges, there was a, there was a, a, there was an etiquette that we had back in the days in regards to cigar lounges. It was a very strict etiquette. There was rules written and unwritten. Yeah. And uh, and I know these rules. And these, I mean, like, as I said before, as this, as this urban uh, movement started coming into it, you're gonna find different personalities being introduced to something entirely new and some can't even handle it to be honest with you they can't handle it. i watch guys like yo man yo this not this ain't for me yo because it was too much too much peace and it was too much camaraderie mm. and they didn't they couldn't handle it it wasn't used to that. oh no forget about it they, they, they couldn't they, handle they it. used to the friction they used to the yeah. drama and yeah. everything the and bullshit. it's like yo, the negativity the bullshit they like, love, yeah they love that so i'm like I'm trying to get far away from that. Indeed. We, grew up, we all grew up with that shit. Exactly. We're going to be doing that shit now. On top of that. No, I get that. Facts. Facts. And, and that's what, like, for me personally, like, the, the, the whole cigar culture, like, because you could be older but not be grown. You know what I mean? And I feel like cigar culture is grown folk culture. The bullshit should be left outside because if you in this lounge... Smoke, not, and I when I say this lounge, I don't mean like specifically smoking ashes. I mean Just any cigar lounge, lounge in general. Yeah, any cigar lounge that you happen to step into, understand you're, you're stepping into a grown environment. Leave the bullshit outside. Mm. And if you're about the bullshit, that's cool. But guess what? This is not for you, my dude. This is not for you. Or, or, or hookahs are down the block. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hookah and cigars. I mean. So you know what it is, man? It's a crazy thing, man. Um, you start seeing... Uh, being someone who's tried like from the from the business side of things trying to cultivate people to at least even try to so use tobacco there's hookah is like an entry wave level for a lot of these younger people they were are petrified of using um or not even using trying to smoke a cigar and i try to explain to them for one health benefit wise for one they're they're two separate things yeah i mean like for one we're not inhaling each other's fucking lung vapor Okay, that's for one, and we're not even inhaling anything at all when we smoke. Yeah, you know, for two, when we, you know, so the hookah craze, though, like, it looks like it's becoming something that, um, you know, it, it, it's I, I get it. I, I have it's to, its own I have animal. To, I have to be. 
it's cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be the old man. You don't want to be the old man. No, no, it has nothing to do with the old man. It's just, you, to be real with you, it's it's about sales. Gotcha. Because at the end of the day, I can't get, you know, I can't fill up a venue of 200 people if I don't include that. Gotcha. That's how some people feel. So it's easier sell to be able to grab the hookah because now you get your cousin and her 16 friends, you know what I mean? And your homegirl and this one, they all bring because everyone smoke hookah. Gotcha. So it's more of a business ploy than it is anything. It's not a, there's nothing about the culture when it comes to that. That's literally a money grab. That's what I was trying to avoid saying, but yeah, that's the truth. But that's, that's what it is. But here's, here's the thing though, that's its own animal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and rightfully so. There's and, a whole yeah. lane for that. And that's cool. But I just don't get the... You can't compare. You can't no combine forest. them. Yeah. And that's annoying. That you wanna, can't combine them. I don't want to smell hookah while I'm smoking a cigar. It, it's, 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 like, honestly, it's really like infused. Yeah. No. That's mm -hmm. yeah, that's a whole other. Like, that's we, another we, discussion. No, yeah. Yeah. Because no, at least you're still cigar. smoking a semi cigar. Kind of a semi cigar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, so yeah, yeah. So wait. So I gotta I gotta touch on it. All right. So. We have one, one shelf for infused cigars, and we understand everybody has a, a beginning point, right? You're just getting introduced into cigars. You come here, you're like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I heard y'all got some like chocolate vanilla type thing, and I was like, okay, you could start there, but. If you really want to get into this culture and really be about this culture, like I never like the first cigar I smoked was a real like I, I'm, I, those are training wheels for me. You know what I'm saying? Like for for one, the flavor that you that you 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 that's like a normal one. I've heard crazy shit. Like what? Like you have that honey cream uh, buttermilk caramel classic cigars. Like what the fuck is that? Are you ordering a Sunday or a cigar? Okay, like, well, allow me. Yeah. yeah. Allow me. There is a difference between infused and flavor. Yeah. Yes, there yeah. is. Now, yes. I, re I definitely respect infused. Uh, with, um, Jonathan Drew. Their process is amazing what they do. An amazing process to infuse cigars with yeah. premium, and they use premium tobacco. Yeah. No, the and the ones we have here, yeah. And the ones we have here are infused. And the same goes yeah. for, what is that? Is that, um, uh, who does Upsetters? Um, foundation cigars. Foundation. They're another one that does yeah, a do. real high process. Really, their their yeah, process really is really up there for their cigar, which you don't even mind smoking. You know what I mean? And, um, it, I mean, like you think of the Connecticut shit. This is what you're rocking with Everybody inside the SNA Live podcast. She always referred to the newcomer to the Connecticut cigar, right? And I. I would you have to train you have to train the palate yes to be honest with you us as cigar smokers and me being a cigar smoker for years it takes quite some time to develop a nose for notes and nuances yeah yeah I agree to be honest so with you I started with like you know I, outside of like smoking like mac and noodles I would get like from the convenience store I started smoking like Cuba Cubas in the beginning me too I started this is like started acid. a long time ago Cuba Cubas. That was what, you know what I mean? Yeah. And to be honest with you, the real reason why I did, I had worked for Con Ed, and I had noticed that the only time people get breaks is when they smoke cigarettes. And for me, when I would go outside and try to smoke my cigar, my cigar was too abrasive to the cigarette smokers. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Cool. So I had to lighten it up and yeah. get an infused cigar yeah. so that the rest of the... the yeah. 
there a little bit comfortable. The rest, of, the rest of the Newport smokers. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying there, man. No judgment. My pop smokes Newport, so it wasn't a judgment. But no, no, no. Very familiar. It's true. <laughs> that and Marlboro freaking lights. <laughs> Shit. So, uh, what I wanted to impress, uh, impress upon you guys in regards to uh, cigar culture, uh, urban cigar culture mainly, is uh, it's it's very hard. It's, it's very hard to blend in with the industry because most of our most of most of what cigar urban cigar culture particularly is. It's very sentimental. It's very personal. Mm. You know what I mean? We're 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 a, we're a close, mostly a closely knit family, not corporate. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not corporate. We're not. Uh, you know, we're not chasing a dollar. We truly, truly enjoy what we do. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy watching that too amongst you know yeah, the man. culture in yeah, general. Definitely. You know, there is a brotherhood, a sisterhood. You know that does run through you know each individual set and stuff. And yeah, you know. and, and that's the narrative that I want to create because of course, of course, you know the the, the negative is going to be there. But in order to 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 uh, in order to move forward, we have to promote a different narrative in regards to the urban cigar culture, and that's just positive, positive, positive. Just as us moving forward, we all sticking together. If somebody come to me and they say, oh nah, man, we don't stick together, we don't do this together, none of that, and we're divided, and it is a division, mm -hmm. that's true. But there are also crews, uh, groups, organizations mm -hmm. that is with us yeah. all yeah. the time. You know what I mean? It, 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 we have turnouts all the time. Yeah, you do. People squad up all the yeah. time. So yeah. that little, what, what, what percentage would that be? 1%, 2% of negative? It would be like 2% negative. 2%. Like 2%, 2 negative. It would be like 2% negative. They can, yeah, they can Kick rocks. Kick rocks. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say suck no, dick, no, but all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, on that note, we're here. Yeah. On, on that note, I think it's a good time to go to our notable yeah. mention. Let's go. Let's go to our so notable we can mention. Keep moving on this. That was about to take a turn, and we'll pick back up on that in yeah. a second. So, <laughs> so we have to do our segment Call called wow, notable mention. <laughs> we just lost the. Um, oh man, we just lost a hip hop pioneer, Biz Markey couple days ago we wanted to give him, him a, a notable mention um 57 years old yeah 57 man, man. raise a glass for that yeah, brother man. i have an empty glass right now but i'll yeah, fill yeah, for your business yeah man. man 57 years old so i did a little you know little background on him he dropped his first album in 1988 uh one of his first singles was the vapors the title of this particular the title, yeah, exactly 16. exactly exactly um he had the song Make the Music with your mouth, Biz. That was another single off that album. He had Nobody Beats the Biz. That was on that album. And then Pickin' Boogers. Now Pickin' Boogers. I was ten years old when this album came out. And that it fit song right into was being a ten year old. Hilarious it fit me. right into being a ten year old. <laughs> that shit was hilarious to me. Yo, I was like, yo, who is this dude? Yo, this dude is crazy. Hilarious. But I remember going, going, um, going forward about seven, eight years after that. I was about 18, 19 years old, and I'm watching some random TV show, and they're talking about the one-hit wonders, quote unquote, of the 80s. 
and they named Biz Markie for just a friend. And I got offended. I was like, he ain't no one damn hit. one hit wonder. One hit what? wonder. I was like, yo, this dude got make the music with your mouth bass. He got vapors. He got nobody. Nobody's the biz. And I was like, what are they talking about? And then I and I, I was a teenager. You didn't and, realize who was really and, doing this grading I, system. Exactly, though. exactly. <laughs> and that's when I started really realizing that our culture is just what it is. At that point, it was our culture. It was just our culture. You know what I'm saying? And you had these people commenting on our culture, not knowing a damn thing about it. So just a friend crossed over and became more of like a pop sensation. Like white people knew about it, basically, is what it boiled down. Yeah, that's... Yes. Yeah. Mm. Same idea? No, exactly. you're right. You're exactly. right, bro. Exactly. That's so then when they said that, I just was like, oh... Y'all didn't know who this brother was because that was his like second or third album when yeah. he dropped that scene. Yeah, we already knew. Who yeah, he, he was, was he was cult lord or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, like you it, said to him, it was it was the first time MTV allowed that shit. Exactly. Like, that's why they were the ones doing the grading exactly, system and all exactly, that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to uh, to Biz Markie. And I watched a lot of pain, man. There's a lot of people that I watched that you know from. Uh, uh, former friends of mine that I, well, former colleagues and friends of mine still that are in the business that worked with him. You know, I, I'd even watch, you know, Kid recently, you know, getting teary eyed, Kid Capri, that is. Yeah. He was getting teary eyed recently, too. You know, you watch the pain in these guys when, um, you know, they talked about, you know. He was just a genuinely good dude. That's what it was. Because, kind of like how Ade just said before, when you get something good, mm. it's usually very rare. Yeah. And those people knew that when they were around him, it was genuine like that. Yeah. They know they lost something yeah. that was really genuine. Yeah. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So. I, they have, it's, it's the experience that we don't that the people outside don't see mm. like 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 uh like i had an experience here with kid capri uh through my man cuts he came to marcus birthday facts and uh like this experiences that you have that 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 promote that sentimental feel mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying when you lose and be like yo i remember this dude and this is what everybody outside ain't know they don't yeah. see these things yeah. Yeah. so when these artists when they get in front of the camera or they posting on their gram or whatever about how they feel about this artist, you can see it in their face. They're truly hurt because yeah, hurt there's yeah. things that happen in the background with these artists and yeah. that they had together and how they chopped it up yeah. that people don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, 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 it's really it's painful to watch because I'm looking at them like, yo, man, I feel your pain, bro. Yeah, they, facts. They, you look like you had some expense. They probably been cooling together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Together yeah. at a picnic. Just eating yeah. chicken at three in the morning, being, yeah. you know, off of a tour, doing a show together exactly. where no one else sees you for that moment. And what some people didn't know, when Biz kind of dropped out of the limelight in terms of rhyming, Biz was DJing yes, he was. all around the fucking world. Not just yeah. the country, the world. World, yeah. right? World, like, Craig. World, Craig. So he was, matter of fact, specifically in the the DC, Maryland area. DMV? Yeah, because um, when I was at Howard, he came down and DJed a couple of uh, parties or whatever. And I was just like, at first, I was like, that was Marquis DJing? Like, just that was during the era where they were taking yeah, advantage of that, that yeah, opportunity down yeah, there. Yeah, so if you notice, he passed away. He was, I think he was living in Baltimore. Because mm. I think he just stayed in that, that DMV area. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on Know oh, facts. Is, so right? hold on, we got a yeah. little bit of info. How, how much he was getting five thousand a show? Four to five shows. Four to five shows. All right, so wow. for anyone, you listen to that. Five K a show, four to five times a week. Respect Are you that laughing man. at this man? Respect that. Man. Oh, you didn't yeah. know his. You didn't know this man. Yeah. Respect that man. That's that's some serious bread. Yeah. 
Sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll try that again. It's a little bit too much Basil Hayden's right now. Too much Basil Hayden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where we at now, Conway? But so hold wait, on, before we do that, speaking wait. about pain, because you had mentioned the word pain in the eyes, and just want to give a shout out to two counterparts that are here tonight. Uh, shout out to Joe and Marcus because they know the pain we was in when we was locked in the bin over there <laughs> with, with, during kids, kids. Wait, we had kid Capri. We had the video and we was locked in the bin over there. So, you know, my brothers, you know the deal with that pain and suffering. <laughs> haven't been the same since. No, no, we really haven't, man. Hey, hey, no yo. locked doors. No more locked doors. <laughs> Going down for my dogs that's locked in the bin. Oh, yeah. we was in. When you hit the bricks, new whip, money ain't a thing. Facts. Don't worry about it. We got you. Shout out to my guys going through the struggle over there with us. <laughs> All right, man. So we got to get to our, our, our next uh, next topic. So question for Mr. McCoy, Mr. Martinez. So I dare you have the Cigar God brand. Francis, even though I met you as Francis, Cigar Chaser is your your, your, your your moniker as well. So I just want you guys to touch upon the importance of branding and, and, and creating a brand. And whoever just, goes first, please grab the mic so yeah, that yeah. you could really, because people need, um, sorry, there's a lot of people that really need to hear the importance of branding and building your brand instead of just you know bullshit being a fly by night yeah, indeed well i would say this especially in this current climate in this current climate meaning we're trying to we're trying to uh we're trying to level up uh we're trying to close this uh this wealth gap mm -hmm. so we need as many black owned businesses as we possibly can mm -hmm. And okay, I, I'm, I'm fine with uh, the government giving us assistance. They have all these different loan programs and stuff like that to where they're trying to, you know, uh, do this equal thing now, you know, close the wealth gap. It is very important that uh, we build our brands because it's good for our people. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's, what it does is uh, it elevates us to where we can be respected. We could respect respect it on at least at the very least an even kill. We're, we're not even respected on the even kill even now. I mean like this is a this is a topic I wanted to touch on a long time ago in regards to uh, uh, the elevation of of our people. We have to stop looking to others as heroes and start looking into ourselves. Facts. Mm. Mm -hmm. Stop looking to like that's I, deep I, and that's real. Absolute duper facts, man. You know, uh, stop looking into others as heroes and look into ourselves for once. And you believe it or not, we a lot of these guys like I, there's guys that I know in the hood is wasting their talent. Like I mean, there's a, there's a kid that I know, not to mention his name. Mm -hmm. He's excellent in math, mm -hmm. and he's making the wrong choices, the wrong choices every single day. But when it comes to a math problem be any math problem and this is what Malcolm X was saying uh, you know like you got guys you know uh, in, if you have an engineered society where it is designed for you to, 
designed for you, but designed to pull you backwards. Yeah. It's very tough for guys with talent, with talent and knowledge to move forward. And now that we have the opportunity and businesses are emerging and brands are emerging, this is a great opportunity for these young men, these for any any person of color to utilize their talents, whatever it is. And it's up to us when we see these talents and these young people, we encourage them. Yeah. Like you look at them, you tell, you say, you look, I noticed that you're really good in math. You're really good at reading. You're really good at writing. You're good at poetry. Whatever that you're really good at building. You're good with your hands. You encourage them. Mm -hmm. You encourage them. What we're doing right now is we're running from them because they're acting out. But that's that's what kids do when they feel hopeless. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's in, in regards to building a building brand, building my brand. So God, God, I'm hoping I can encourage a young man out there. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's that's my that's that's a real focus of mine. So, do me a favor. Talk a little bit about your team and stuff, and the 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 whole workings of building the brand. Cigar God. Yeah, cigar God in general. Started, how it got started. You know. Yeah. Oh uh, well, cigar God was was um, cigar God was created uh, because a friend of mine, uh, his name is Hans. You know. Uh, man P, we was on the block at a barbecue and he came on the block and he had Henny God on his hat. This is like, <laughs> he did. He had Henny God on his hat and, and he called me the Cigar God and that was it. And then when I got back to the block, I, I ran into my man Toast. He have a, a brand called Lavish Trends and Toast, Toast is a dog and a half, cause he said, I told him about Cigar God. I said, yo man, I'm thinking about um, doing a brand called Cigar God. That motherfucker said, yo, if you don't use that, I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> he damn sure did. That dude said, I said, no. I hit the LLC and the trademark. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that Seven was pounds. gonna be some of the next questions that we were gonna. I know, I know. Uh, my counterpart over there, definitely Conway, would have asked that question yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you. And then um, I had to think of the best guys. Okay. To rock. With. That's you know very I mean? important. I think, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's and it's very it's very rare that you run into really great spirit and great and driven men yeah. in this day and time that's not motivated by you know by the wrong shit. shit to 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 create some kind of disloyalty. Correct. I ran to Marcus and Black. These dudes been smoking cigars with me forever. For a long time, a lot of people haven't seen them before, but these guys been smoking cigars for years, for years. They've been in the lounges for years. They're actually very quiet and very cool, and people and very unassuming, so you won't notice. Who? Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> notice it. <laughs> Who's quiet and stuff? Nah. Shout yeah. out, yeah. So, so I, 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 I we, we. And, and then, uh, of course, uh, my man Marcus introduced me to the cute dog, Farouk. Farouk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, introduced me to to them, and I found that the, the team is very strong. And this, and, and Damon Dash told me a long time ago, like, yo, you have to have a strong team. Yes, you, you do. do it on your own. Yes, you Facts. do. And you have to have team a very strong team. Yes, you do. You have to be on the same page. 
and there's not a conversation that we can have amongst ourselves that we can't have we, have, we can't form some sort of balance yeah you know what I'm saying that's why I love my team that's important what's up, yeah. what's up man <laughs> She's the cigar. I'm the cigar chaser. No, no, no. This is good to hear. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Um, it's me, myself, and I. I haven't been lucky to meet a team. Point blank. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. So basically, that's what it is. It's just me. I've okay. been doing this by myself, branding myself, marketing myself. All by myself. I'm killing. And I wish I had somebody, you know, that mm-hmm. came up. But I haven't been. Like you said, fortunate enough. Fortunate enough. Well, timing is everything, though, too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the timing, I mean, I came close to many people in my travels. He's all right, but they're not real. Yes. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just calling it what it is. <laughs> They all right, but they not real. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Oh, so, um, how I came up with the name Cigar Chaser was one day I was watching TV and I saw the show called Car Chasers, and I was like, man, that's what I do with cigars, because mm-hmm. he goes around the world, around yeah. the country, and he goes for the vintage cars, the mm. up-to-date cars. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was like, hey, that's what I do with cigars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I came up with Cigar Chaser. Okay. Nice. Okay. nice. nice. Good. Yeah. Actually, I've always wondered that. Now yeah. I know. Yeah, where the name came from. Yeah, yeah facts. Yeah. And you've been yeah, repping this brand for a damn while. Well do chase cigars. Facts. <laughs> facts. Facts. But it just fit though. Like, no, it did. Well, it's the journey that I always like to to promote more mm-hmm. because it is a journey. Mm-hmm. Traveling everywhere, mm-hmm. you're meeting new people, mm-hmm. and you're meeting fabulous you get to taste these fabulous cigars so i think it's definitely the journey i think i always say the journey is, in, is the fun is in the journey of being a cigar chaser you know what i'm saying because it is it's, that's what we do and we, we travel everywhere yeah. yeah i was just about to say but give us a, a little sample of like the places you've been where you're like okay this is definitely a cigar destination i'm going there i'm going there i'm going there well my favorite is miami of course yeah take that mic definitely okay. Miami is yeah, definitely you, you, you stay you know, there. the mecca of, you know, cigars in some sense. You know what I'm saying? And the people there are always, like, open arms and so friendly. Like, the 305 Cigar Divas, like, they always show love. Every time I go there, they open their homes, <laughs> their arms, and everything. And I'm like, wow, this, this is what I like. This is what I enjoy. So, basically, yeah. That's my and Dominican Republic. You know what I'm saying? Boss, yeah. Okay. Can't, can't go wrong there. No, 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 no. My goal is to go to Nicaragua. I haven't been there, and that's me. you know what, man. And maybe that might be um, something that we should talk about. Yeah, we doing are. like I'm, a I'm, yeah, like, like a foundational trip with like the pillars and the people that the movers and shakers type of trip. Yeah. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, I don't even want to He's like, to beat you, you to it already, motherfucker. He's but a, he's he's that, you're going. Shed. You're going. He's just you, selfish. singular, you are going. Right. He don't think about nobody. That's right, guys. We'll talk about that off yeah, air. The rest of us. Whatever. The rest of us peasants will talk off air about yeah, that. Whatever. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. It's all good. It's Show all me, good. Send me some pictures. Yeah, let's say enjoy. Yo, wait till these lights go out. They gonna fuck.
fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're her son. We're her. This what we doing? This what we doing now? We going to Nicaragua Dolo? It's all right. That's the bullshit. But since we have you on topic there, like, uh, guys, take, take, take a moment and let us know, like, your personal thoughts on how you feel that you guys can personally keep the movement going in the right direction with the culture right now. How, what's, what, what can you guys do continuously to continue to add to what is happening now and how we can keep it moving forward? Well, first, well, first we have to continue to support our lounges, our mom and pop lounges. Facts. We have to support them. Smoke and ashes. Of course, we have to support places like this because uh, we have to survive. Because at the end of the day, we have the FDA still on the relentless pursuit. Oh, yes, they are. Yeah, what they've done to New York is just, it's horrendous what they did to New York. Exactly. It's so hard to watch it because we have a lot of friends, too, that own a lot of these lounges. You yeah. know, it's, it's a brotherhood yeah. at the end of the day. You know, you knew these individuals when you were frequenting their shops, when yeah. you were just a consumer. And then being an owner as well now, it's, it's a brotherhood. Yeah. And yeah. you watch your brothers and your sisters go through issues, you know, uh, sanctioned by the government. You know, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's tough. And you hear the horror stories being a, a shop in Jersey where people come over and they're like, whoa, man, this is great. Because you know what? I would have paid for this. And I always tell people all the time, I go, look. Don't think that this is the shop trying to run up on you. Like, they have a lot of taxes they got to pay for. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you don't know the ins and outs on what's going on, you know, this, was it up to 70, 70%? 70, 70%. I mean, Jesus. 70, 75. 75, 75 I'm sorry. I think it's up to 80 already. 80? Oh, really? We're getting that close? I didn't even know that. So, 75. yo, there's a reason why Loan Shark is illegal. <laughs> well, obviously, you know not, to, not to the government, like, though. They don't, like, they don't feel that way. That's, but that's all it is. It's a legal shakedown. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's, it's a, a it's a legal and that's the sad thing down. though. So most of the individuals, you know, that that frequent, they don't understand the process that the lounge is going through. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in New York City for one. The rent costs X Y Z. Yeah. You know, utilities are X Y Z. You know, stock is X Y Z. You know what I mean? And with that being said, you know, it's really tough for a shop to survive. You know, without having to raise prices. I don't think they want to. No, but they. Have I think to. it's embarrassing. I, I would yeah. feel embarrassed too if I had to sell a twelve dollar stick for twenty two dollars now, yeah. and it's like, yo, I'm sorry, like it's not my fault. You know what I mean? But but I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to survive. Cutting yeah. fees. Yes. Cutting fees. Lighting and cutting and lighting fees is necessary for cigar lounges to survive. And I've been telling people this for years. A lot of can people you, don't can you understand that. Yeah, can, can you can you break that can, can you, you break say that, that down again, a little please? bit though? Well, no, no, they you know what no my problem with this is that they know this. And I'm not I, I agree I'm with you. Know, no, they know it. They know it. Nah. No, they, they, they think they're, uh, uh, they some of these people think they're privileged. Yeah, they too. No, they're that's too why I agree with that's it. That's why I said say it again. That's why I said You know, you've seen, and no, you know what the. In order for these lounges to survive, they have to have a cutting fee. They have to have a bottling fee. You can't come inside the lounge with your cigars and with your liquor. Don't pay nothing. And sit down for hours. Another yeah, you're, we're not getting rich you're, off of cigars, people. Come on. Exactly. No, Stop. yeah, this is not a million dollar business. Not being it's an not owner. even a million no, dollar business. No, buddy. come on. Yeah. Not being a cigar shop owner on a small level. That's yes, correct. Damn respect, bum ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no, but it's the truth, though. <laughs> It's the truth, guys, because at no, the end of the day, look, real, I mean, how many times do you get somebody that walks through the door and they don't understand that you have a setup fee? And it's like, well, listen, guy, I'm kind of letting you drink for like the next four to five hours. Yeah. Asking you for here, whatever this is, here, is pretty much I, not a big deal. Here's what I don't get. When you actually sit down and do the math. Yeah. 
You're winning. Yeah, we like, literally have to break that down. You're winning. Time. It's like if you it's crazy. Why we have to break? If but, you wanted to kill a whole bottle here, do you know how much money you would have spent in the bar? You wouldn't have the for one. Hold on, just be clear. You wouldn't have been able to do that naturally in yeah. a club. Yeah, you yeah. can't afford to do that. Yeah, or a lounge or a bar. You yeah. can't afford it. No, especially what, what, what's this, what, what's a, what's a, a neat on um, Basil Hayden's in, in, in a lounge in the city. No, no, but like, no, no, just, just what, drink. Fifteen, sixteen dollars. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, so I mean, come 15, on now. 16, fifteen, sixteen dollars. Well, but with bottle service, correct. But just talking about just regular drinks. Yeah. Right now, if you want to pound easily. out a couple of fifteen bucks, I mean, by the time you have four, depending you're sixty what, in a hole. Depending yeah. what section of Manhattan you in, it could be like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. So there you go. Yes. Yeah, so we're asking for fifteen dollars. So that goes to my point. My whole point is we have to support again, support our cigar lounges. Yeah. And when I say cigar lounges, our cigar lounges is lounges like this, yeah. owned by Malik, Ryan, and Conway, smoking yeah. ashes. We have to support our black-owned cigar lounges and even also other cigar lounges. They, this is how they survive. They don't survive with guys coming in and, and, and mooching and shit like that. Don't do that. That is poor cigar etiquette. Two cigar minimum. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Two yeah, yeah. and don't care if your girlfriend don't smoke. She gotta yeah. buy two cigars too. You, you smoke it later. Smoke you it later. Smoke it later. I'll smoke it later. I'm smoke sorry, it later. everybody that sits their ass on a chair. Two cigar exactly. minimum. And when people be like, "Yo, but you know my girl don't smoke cigar." Yo, buy a second one and give it to a friend. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. I don't care what you do, do with it. something with it. Yeah, yeah. ass gotta pay. Facts. No, no it's it facts. And, so, and what we did though Just to touch on A little bit of history With us um, when, when it comes to our Quote unquote setup fee We had learned What that term meant When we first Was opening yeah, Or we yeah. were opening up You know most people do Like you know A cup fee Or you know A drink fee Or sip fee We, we went the route Of sticking to tradition Which was with setup fee The setup fee back in What was that Maybe the 40s 50s and yeah, 60s yeah. You know Black folk didn't have Licenses for bars To have li you know, liquor licenses So what they did Was they had establishments That you could hang out in and everyone would come with their own setup. You know, they'll bring their own bottles, their own glasses, and then the, the establishment would allow them seating space for a setup fee. And that's where, you know, we tried to keep that whole history in line with how we run things here. So, you know, at the end of the day, you come, you set up, you get your glass, you get your ice, but now you get to open up your bottle and partake and have a good time. Yeah. Support the house, because those setup fees were created so that people of color had establishments to go to to socialize because if you don't if you don't support the house the house is not going to be there mm -hmm. and therefore you're going to lose another establishment for you to hang out in Absolutely. and that's not how you grow the culture that's how you break it yeah facts and the facts is that you know you have no problem paying for your gucci belt i don't see you going into the store asking for a, a discount you 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 wear your name brand designer shit you don't go in looking for discounts with that shit when it comes to other people, boy. Matter of fact, you, it's even, they double down. They brag about how much money they spent on it. Yeah, yeah. and then ask you, how come you charge me for a setup yeah. fee? Yeah. Audacious, motherfucker. Audacity, yeah, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> but again, though, it's, it's, it, we, we find ourselves in the precipice of an era where things are changing and there's a lot of new people who are trying to understand the allure of the cigar culture. And this is older folk alike. You know, some of them haven't been turned on to the actual culture itself, the idea of frequenting a lounge and the etiquette that goes behind it. I think it's because what's happening is it's getting more popular, but as it gets more popular, you have people like on the fringe trying to come in and be like, okay, what is this about? But then when you kind of try to school them on what it's about, mm -hmm. they, there's like pushback and it's like, whoa, time out. 
you're asking to be a part of something that's established already. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Like, don't try to come in and, and try to like, well, I want to do this, that, and the other, but not the other parts. Yeah, create your own. It's like you can't, yeah. you can't pick and choose. If you're part of the culture, cool. But this is what it is. This is these are the ground rules. This is the etiquette, as, as I day said. This is the etiquette of, of what has been established for years, decades, if not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Decades. Facts. So you would Facts. say that you know, just continuously supporting. Uh, the lounges and the establishments and the movements that would be the best way to keep the direction of the culture yeah, going up right that's, that, yeah that's one of them and uh and uh also and this is very important to me and this is this is going out to the groups our cigar groups especially bring that, here bring that mic City. closer it is very important to me personally that we start to well, stop being divided. Now, I don't know who's creating this division. Preach. I don't, I don't know who's creating this division in the cigar culture. And I don't care. Right now, I'm going to speak to those that's listening to my voice. It's stupid. The, we, can't, we don't have the luxury of division, especially being black or dark people in this culture, we don't have the luxury of division. Now, I like to challenge anybody on that, on any podcast, anywhere. Or live and direct. Have, we could do a live city. Live and direct, anywhere. Anywhere, we outside. We don't garden. have the luxury of division. So what I propose to every cigar group, every cigar group, whatever issues you have, let's come together. Let's speak. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation on how we can do this thing together and emerge in this thing together and stop watching other people on covers of Cigar Snob That's the and thing, Cigar yeah. Aficionado That's and all these publications. Yeah. Let's stop this. That's the thing right there. Because we, we're never going to be able to get to that stage if we keep pulling each, pulling each other down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So let's stop, let's stop dividing ourselves and let's come together. I challenge you. I challenge every cigar group out here on that right there. Let's come together. My man Snoop did uh, uh, Cigar Culture Week this week. Oh, where? Yeah. Okay. You know, and I encourage them. He's a he's a he's a young gun, and there's a few young guns that's coming up in the cigar culture right now that I really really like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're strong. They they were they 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 young. You know what I'm saying? This is what we need. But as long as they acknowledge the, and respect right. the culture and, and encourage yeah. encourage this culture to move forward, not this division. This is not the warriors. <laughs> warriors. We're not bloods. We're not crips. Yeah, yeah. This is the cigar culture. Yeah. And, 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 and when these bro- when y'all brothers came in, this is what y'all seen. Y'all seen a, 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 a patchwork of people all together smoking and having a good time. Yeah. Not just one crew there and one crew there and one crew there. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah and we tried to open our doors to every one of the groups that were uh, wanting to do anything with us. We've worked with multiple groups yeah. since yeah. our existence. You know, I mean, it's something that was part of our common, you know, idea when we were doing things. Mm-hmm. When we were doing cigar events, we were encouraging smoke groups to come out. Yeah. You know, we would help plan events with with smoke groups. I think we've done an event with every prominent smoke group that really is, you know, something to talk about in the in, in the greater in New York, New Jersey area. Tri-state. Tri-state at that. Yeah, facts. I mean, so 
you know, um, we, we want to keep doing it. Yes, we, <laughs> we want to keep doing it. Yo, you know what? Uh, my man Marcus, <laughs> he says this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. He quotes uh, Frank White from uh, King, of, King New of New York. New York. Mm-hmm. He said, you're all welcome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know exactly. And that's what I like about smoking Ashes, these three brothers, is that, listen, whatever it is that y'all want to do, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Show your card, homie. I'm going to put it out there and give you the opportunity, and let's set something up. Anything to encourage the culture, y'all was always on track. Yeah. Whatever it is. But we also encourage you to do it the right way also. You exactly. know, <laughs> you know, do it the right way. You exactly. know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Y'all always been on deck. Always. And that's that's greatly appreciated. And and look, again, we come from that. You know, we we we've done events for years. You guys know when yeah, we were repping certain lines in the past, you know, we know what it's like putting those, you know, events together. You know, um you trying to think of name? Jacomos. Jacomos. Yeah. yeah, you know, Giacomo's you know, we we're, we're you know, we're part of that that part with, you know. So we've done we're not new to this. We, no, we, we, we've, we've put done the groundwork in when it comes to planning events and doing events and doing stuff in multiple lounges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done events in almost every prominent lounge in the greater New York City, Long mm-hmm. Island, Connecticut, Westchester, Jersey region. Jersey. So yeah. I mean, you know what? Y- y'all was going to actually open the lounge in Miami? Well, actually, we actually Clark. opened up a bar actually down in Sarasota. Clark. That's right. They a, yes, they we did. opened up a place out in Sarasota. Yes, we did. See, <laughs> they ain't new at all. Yeah. yeah, no, no. We've been doing this for a little while, and that's why when we, you know, jump back on the scene, you know, it was just a little disheartening to feel the the landscape on where it was when we left to compare to where it was, you know, you know, currently with the divisiveness. Yeah. You know, it, it's there's no reason for it. There's a time for you to do your thing, you to do your thing, you to do your thing, and then us to all collectively do things together, and we all support each other. That's what it's supposed to be. We all on the same road, different lanes. That's all. Yeah. You know, exactly. your hands, hands exactly. out, yeah. or in the you same know? building on different floors. Yeah. yeah. But that gotta stop. It is a problem. That's that's the problem. No, but we it's it's not bad to be in a different lane. But we all on the same road. But that's the thing, it's, it's different, not better. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just because. It's just different. Different. It's like McDonald's. McDonald's and Burger King, they make burgers. One is grilled. The other one, yeah. One's, one's flame bro. One, right. yeah. yeah. So you can't stop the flow. You're making burgers. You know, and something. You know, it is. Facts. No, it is. It is. It is. Uh, I'm a vegetarian for three years. I can definitely know. Uh, it definitely is that. No, but I'm giving no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Was, we definitely know. We it definitely. Was, know. It was a spot on example. No, no, it, it was. It was. But that shit is nasty. <laughs> but at the oh, end of the day, you know, you know, we just try to, you know, as far as smoke and ashes go, we listen. We're here to try to do anything that we can to keep the culture prominent, keep the culture alive, and keep something going on relevant. Yeah. From our part, everyone else is doing theirs as well. You know what I mean? But it is easier when we all work together instead of against each other. Because in the end of the day, all we do have is us. Uh, yeah. All we have is us. So, I mean... And, and, and not to say that we should be focusing on the outside group or, or care what they think, but just from the outside looking in, the white suits that were prominent in these cigar lounges that day when you started going Correct. In, they have to be looking at that shit like... What the fuck? What the fuck? Yep. That's dumb. That's, and is. once again, not to say that we should care what they think, but it's more detrimental to us. Exactly. Thank you. It is. Exactly. It is. Because now, now we're not respected within. Because the cigar, there's there's only one cigar culture really 
there's the, yes, there's the urban section of it, mm-hmm. you know, but the cigar culture is a cigar culture, is the cigar culture. Right. So when you have certain people look at the people of color who are smoking cigars and see the divisiveness, they have to be thinking to themselves, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, this is, matter of fact, actually, this is what's... They probably don't. They probably, this is what we expect you to do. Or, or even worse, yes. Wow. Yeah, even worse. I'm just being real. Yeah, no, that's, that's real talk. This is what yeah. I expect y'all to do. Ouch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I expect y'all to do this. This is what, this, this, we were waiting for this to happen. Yeah, which is why Dave We gave said, you guys the stage, and this is what you do yeah. with it. Okay. And, and that's why Dave said, I think, spot on. Like we don't have... <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the luxury... <laughs> That we don't have the, the luxury of this divisiveness because, like, the deck is stacked against us to begin with. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense to add even more of uh, uh, extra steps to climb out of the hole, so to say. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, guys, look, everyone who's in charge or running a cigar group or a cigar lounge nowadays, this is a different landscape for a lot of people, you know, and, and everyone's learning, everyone's making mistakes, everyone's figuring out how to grow and do things. But that doesn't give anyone the right to push back on anyone when they make a mistake or they do something. You support them through their time so you can help and see them, you know, prevail, you know, into into a better day. Yeah. You know, the one thing that we do quick with our people is we pull the plug and like to talk negatively right away when something doesn't go the way we want it to go. Yeah. And you don't have that same problem when you went to Don Pep's or if you went to Rouse and you had a horrible situation with the waiter. You just love the allure of being in the place. So you didn't complain about being there, even though you got shitty service. But you're quick to talk about an establishment that's owned by someone of color a lot faster than you would in a prominent non-person of color establishment. And that's something that has to stop. It's something that is deep rooted into the culture of yeah. us as people, and we have to stop doing that. For sure. And and listen, you can say I'm full of shit, you can say whatever you want, but the truth is what it is. And until we stop, and if they think you're full of shit, they probably I'm, part I'm, of the problem. Shit, you know. No, <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, like, listen, everyone is growing and figure things out, and all you can do is give your two cents, help them figure things out a little bit better, and support them more through their growth process. Nobody is a professional in this right now because everyone here is growing. You know, everything is growing from lounges to brands to establishments. And you have to be a part of that process. Is everything going to be smooth? No. Are there going to be bumps in the road? Yes. But you stick with them and you keep supporting. Keep pushing forward. By you showing a side of disregard, showing a side of, and I don't even want to use the word hate because I think that takes the conversation just to a different level. But just being negative when people are trying to do something positive it just is a reflection of who you really are as a person yeah that's real okay and and i'll leave that at that yeah but let's let's turn it to a a a brighter note um i think i've been good this episode no you you you, you have been i'm not saying i'm not saying you haven't he's going crazy bro (laughs) no i've actually really been good you gotta listen you gotta listen to other episodes he's he's actually being a little restrained yeah he is actually compared comparatively speaking he's he's more restrained he's more restrained this episode yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, most, so, of the, most of the episodes, he's like SMD, like all through the shit. Like, yeah. No, that's you, Conway. You lying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It all depends on what the episode it is. It depends what it's about. <laughs> it depends on what the episode is. So, next up is our segment. We call it What You Rocking With, where we get into what we're feeling, what we're, what we're enthralled by, what we're vibing with this particular week. And uh, as we did before with the. Um, with the uh, other no, segment yeah, we're gonna mention. let the guests start off so once again ladies first hot please grab that 
Mike. So, all right, so, so basically what we do in this segment is, for instance, if you want, I'll go first. Okay. And I'll give you an idea of what we do. So what we do with what we're rocking with is something for this week in this particular episode that is going on in the landscape of the world. It could be anything. Okay. It's something that we're really vibing with and yeah. we want to bring light to. So for me personally, um, I'm all about this week, all about the culture creating and people believing in going back outside and spending their money and uh, 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 go enjoying life and going back out and you know going to these places that you used to go to when things were normal if that was ever a word or or if it ever will be a word again because yeah. what is normal but i'm really walking with people being confident enjoying their summers hitting the beach hitting their favorite restaurant some people are diving into the movie theaters whatever makes you happy yeah. you don't know what time frame you have left on this world and you do you need to do what you need to do to make you happy yeah. and if going back out being normal because listen there's a lot of people that were um isolated last year you know what i mean there were people single people people yeah. who just didn't have you know, they were alone a lot yeah. so to see people back out and doing things again socializing and again and, and, and listen i'll say this proudly one of the things that we did during out that whole COVID process was it was a goal of ours to make sure that we gave people a haven to get away when nowhere else was doing it we had the outside whether, seating whatever you distanced whether so. you noticed it or not yeah. it wasn't money driven it was more about keeping the culture alive and giving people a place to get the fuck away from what the fuck they were dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis okay we put ourselves out on risk we put our staffs out on risk and we did everything to the best way that we could yeah. we followed all the protocols but we still put out an opportunity for people to enjoy themselves we went through so much sanitizer that we have spent so much money on sanitizing like it's ridiculous and even just us cleaning and just doing things on yeah. our day days but for us it was more about giving people an out more than it was it's making so a bottom line you know it's funny like my pops always used to say people talk about the three things that you need to survive which is food clothing and shelter and he said they're actually missing one human contact like We're social beings you can yeah, have man. food you can have food clothing shelter but if you're alone you're with gonna, that food you're gonna you're go, go fucking crazy you're gonna go nuts yeah you're gonna lose it no that's wilson you're gonna go nuts <laughs> bro right. no but we learned that with the covid yeah and it humbled a lot of oh definitely yeah. yes it did definitely. that was yeah. the whole point too that i think it was good in a sense because now a lot of people lost a lot of a lot of Family, people, yeah. Jobs, and it became that you became humble. Yeah. And appreciative of what you oh, do what have. You do it's have, true. You know, especially, it was just too much. I work in the hospital. So, so you know. So you saw oh, a lot. So you know, you, you saw it firsthand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for me, this week, that's what I was rocking with. I was rocking cool. with people being people again and being yeah. somewhat normal and getting out and enjoying yourself cool okay cool. Okay. so francis we're gonna let you go last so you yeah. can have time to think about yeah, 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 yeah. what you what you want to malik how about you what, what you so, rocking with this week what i'm rocking with this week is i gotta give a shout out to going back to the culture one of the pie another pioneer in a, in a different sense of the cigar culture in new york city shout out to dj nino for finally getting his fucking praise out in the pca okay, in vegas nino, nino what's good bro? Nino, what it's a long time coming long for that time man, coming, Listen, brother, man. man. We, we, we've had internal conversations yeah, about that man. a lot man so anybody that know nino was the dj we, we spoke about cigar in earlier he was one of the, the not one of he was the dj in that whole scene you know he made Cigar DJing cool. Yeah, he yeah. definitely I'm just did. Gonna man. Keep it he real. definitely did. I, don't, I, don't I got no problem do, saying that. So, uh, that you've been smoking for years. Do you know any other cigar DJs like before Nino, bro? Well, let me tell you something. 
the Nino is a very interesting story. Yeah, oh, okay, I gotta hear this. Uh, the GNS Friday Night Hearth. Yeah, yeah. At Cigar End. That's that's where we met. Right? You. That's where we met you, bro. Oh, we had uh, we had there was one DJ there, right? That used to bring his laptop there. I forgot this brother's name. I forgot this brother's name. No, uh, Spanky was one of them. Spanky was one of them. And um, to make a long story short, Nino was this 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 kid, this kid that yeah. came in with this strong Italian accent yeah. Yeah. that yeah. smoked small cigars all the time. Yeah. Oh, Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he smoked these little cigars. He smoked little cigars. Yeah, he smoked little. Yeah, he smoked. He, 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 he don't. He don't I've never seen Nino with us. A big ring gauge cigar really? and smoke like like like, like, like this Coronas and Robustos and stuff yeah. like that. So, okay. And uh, the first time he DJed, Bass hired him, and not and know he DJed. Mm. I didn't know he DJed. Yeah. But let me tell you some history though. Nino Brown, one day, who was it? Red Alert mm. came in cigar and to DJ for a friend of ours. Okay. Right, and. Red Alert didn't have any equipment. You know what I'm saying? So Nino, I hit Nino up because Nino kept his shit in the basement. Okay. Right? And I hit Nino, I was like, yo, Red Alert is here. Yo, Red Alert, he's like this. Oh yeah? Like, <laughs> yeah? Really? Okay. Okay. I, I, I said, yo, yeah, but he he needs your amp. He needs your amp because they have a problem with this. He was like this. Oh, no, no problem, no problem. They downstairs, it's downstairs. Yo, let me tell you something. 20 minutes later, Nino was in the building. Of course wow. he was. Right? Of course he was. Now, mind you, Nino got on the turntables mm. for a second. Mm. He was really impressive. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I fucking love that dude, man. Yeah, man, folks in the hey, Wait, hard, He didn't man. only do it that time. Yeah. He did another time with Lucy B. Mm. Lucy B also came to the cigar and for another party to DJ. And it was another, it was another GNS Friday Night Hurt. Mm. And uh, I think they gave, I, I think they gave Nino some light. Long story short, every single time that kid showed up, he showed up every single time. Hard body, this white kid, like just going crazy. Yeah, yeah, Nino, stop lying. Jams after jams after jams, stuff yeah. you haven't heard in years. Nino, cool. stop lying. You was raised by a black family, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stop lying to us, bro. There's no way you know you know classic, you know urban music like yeah, that, brother. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kid did his homework. Yeah, yeah, man. So I came up with the moniker, OK Nino. People often get <laughs> okay. it wrong. They say, Go Nino, but yeah. it's not Go Nino. It's OK Nino. Yeah. OK Nino. Like okay. that's what I would shout out throughout the whole lounge while he going crazy. Nice. You know what I'm saying? He's he's been doing that for a very long time. So congratulations. Yes. To congratulations. My it was well overdue, brother. Well overdue, man. Nino, he's if you, anybody know he's a resident DJ here. He, every Friday night, come out to Smoking Ashes. You can hear him rock. But he was out in PCA, out in, in Vegas doing his thing. He had a Smoking Ashes shirt on, which yeah. we yes, definitely he appreciate, bro. Yes, he did. I hit him but, up on um, IG. Said he yeah, yeah, the yeah. Love, he told me man. he was gonna. He told me he's gonna do it before him. But uh, yeah. shout out to DJ Nino, and uh, that's what I'm rocking with this week, bro. What okay. You, what you rocking with, Colin? So I saw a movie the other day that I've been meaning to see for years now. Because I'm a Denzel fan. And the movie is Flight. 
So I mm. never, I never seen it before. Is that when really? he was the drunk pilot? Yeah, it was yeah. A drunk yeah, pilot. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That was a good flip. So normally, other than training day, mm. put training day aside. Yeah. Denzel is the stand-up, responsible, you know, mm. upstanding dude. <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker starts it's off the movie comeback. <laughs> Drinking oh, yo, a beer from like the yeah. night before. Yo, but real talk, like, you saw the movie. Yeah. To do a maneuver like he did, he yo. had to be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga flew the plane upside down. You had to be twisted to do some shit like that. He was fucked up. Yeah. Like, and yo, did it calm the This is gonna work. Too. We're yeah, gonna fly upside down. We got this. Upside down. He was calm too. <laughs> Brother next to him like this. What the fuck is wrong? What are you doing? <laughs> no, we gotta do is, we gotta do it to level off the plane. It's like mm. what? what? Mm-hmm. Who thinks of some shit like that? But then he did a, a drunk person. Well, and he did a lot of coke before yeah, in the hotel. Yeah, too. Well, he's yeah, yeah. very open minded now. So that's what like threw me off. Like, all right, he had a couple beers or whatever, and all of a sudden he pulls a straw out, and I'm like, what the fuck is this motherfucker about? I was like, oh, oh we live and direct. This is, this is what the, the character is. Okay, <laughs> okay. We going flying 747s hopped up on some yayo. All right, this is what we doing. <laughs> so my man hops in the fucking in the in the pilot seat, mind you, takes a break, makes the announcement on the on on, on the PA announcement like, yeah, hey, we're gonna be flying at thirty thousand feet, this and the other. You know, everybody have a good time. He's pouring three things of vodka in a bottle of orange juice as he's making the announcement. Yep, throws them shits away and it was like, all right, cool, let's go fly this motherfucker. And I'm like. <laughs> Okay, now the whole now the whole movie is there was mechanical failure, but they're like, yo, mechanical failure aside, my dude, when you because he crashed, right? I mean, he he crash landed. He crash landed. There was a yeah. hundred. I think they said one hundred eighty-two people on board. Yeah. Only six passed away, which is a crazy considering what the plane was going and through. the situation, the distress it was under. Yeah. So, but they did a a, 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 a blood test. While he was unconscious And they were like My dude They said Yo He had I wrote this shit down So He had a .27 Blood alcohol content So for those that don't know so Legally three times to, the drive, legal limit? to drive a car Mind you He's flying a fucking plane To drive a car .08 your, .08 Oh shit That's your, way more than that So he was triple yeah. The amount yeah. Flying a fucking plane yeah. Upside down then right side up, and, and then, then only lost six people, and then didn't land in, a, in, a, in an airport, landed in a grass in a field, field in a field like of a like a church or some shit like that. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this movie is fucking crazy. <laughs> I was like, yo, anybody that sleeps on Denzel as an actor, yeah, man, because he was going through it. Mm-hmm. He was twisted half the like when he crash landed and he got out of the hospital. He was like, yo, I'm not drinking no more. That shit lasted two days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was at the bar. Like two days after that, addiction is real, man. No, that shit is is real. That's that's what it was. It was it was more about people. I think you know, see the highlights, or whatever. It's about him flying a plane. It's actually about the struggle of substance abuse. Mm-hmm. At the end, and I don't want. I mean, spoiler, not spoiler, because the movie's ten years old. Yeah, it's old. If man. you didn't fucking see it by now, yeah, you're, like, fuck I'm, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad for you so hearing this. He goes to jail basically because <laughs> it's 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 negligence to be flying. A pl- it's, it's reckless actually to be flying a plane drunk and high off a of coke, obviously. But his crazy. conscience knows that he still saved a lot of people. Yeah, that did. plane was not supposed. He to did, but he, he admitted that he had a problem at the end. Yes, of the he movie. did. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he, he, he was like, look, man, I've been lying about this for I don't know how many years. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, and he was drunk while he was saying Yeah. yeah. He was sweating, yo, too. Yo, he I'm went to the hearing yeah. twisted. Yeah. And, and did some coke. John Goodman was his drug dealer in the <laughs> yes, movie. Yes. He called a man up. was like, yo. I got you. About to go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Goodman. Yeah, yo. Amazing fucking character in that movie, too. It's a great story of substance abuse and accountability. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Great, great, great movie. Yeah. Great character, great role. I like how he said, mm-hmm. no, never mind all this shit because they was trying to get him off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said he couldn't live with himself. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think that was very admirable and heroic for him. Yeah, because like, he knew he was crazy. going to prison. And he stepped yeah. up and it was like, you know what? Because he could have lied. They, they actually had it set up for him, for him to just throw the, the, the blame on somebody else. And he just yeah, like, nah, you he know took what? it. He took it head off. like, you know yeah. what? I'm, I've been fucked up. I, I lost my marriage off of this shit. My kid don't respect me. Yeah, I got to fix myself. And the only way to do that is by just coming clean, exor- yeah. ab- absorbing it all, and, and taking a head off. Yeah, yeah. great yeah. movie. Great head, movie. Head, head, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You ready? What, what, yeah, what, what, what you rocking so, with? What are you rocking with, man? What are you on? Are you reading something? Are you watching something? Or what is. What's got your pulse right now? Sort of a revelation. Um, I'm rocking with celebrating our heroes now and not waiting until they come. Actually, I had recently read a post of yours. I don't know when you had posted it, um, uh, but I recently read it. Was yesterday or today? About you know, you were coming. You were making amends basically with everybody and anybody. You know, and just like listen, I want to be the one to say that now while I'm alive. You know what I mean? You know, um, uh, I'm letting you know if I've done anything wrong, I apologize or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying that while I'm alive and let's clear the air. Let's talk while we can talk and not you talking to a spirit. box yeah. or a spirit, yeah. you know, or, you know, uh, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, situation that may be. But I had read that recently with you and I think that ties directly in what, you, what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. It's very important. It's, it's very important that we start celebrating our heroes and our people now give the flowers when they're alive yeah i don't know i would you know if if you make a t-shirt with your face on it i would wear your t i would i want to wear your face now and not with your face on my show saying rest in peace Mm -hmm. facts you know appreciate my brothers for what they're doing right now we have to celebrate each other right now i hate this whole thing once a brother is gone, you blasting his music now and stuff like that. Yeah, now, now you're celebrating tracks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, Black Rob, and you want to play uh, Pop Smoke. And stuff like that, and Pop Smoke. Nah, man, we want to celebrate these dudes while they're here, if we like them. If we like them, if we, if we love them, like, come on, man, throw it on. You know what I'm saying? And or, or even tell them, like, even tell them, like, yo, I really appreciate you and I love you because you've done this and you've done that. You Facts. never know how you would how you would inspire a person yeah. no, it's true. words yeah. as a motherfucker like yeah. sometimes people just need to hear these things you know what I mean you never know a, what mental state this exactly. person is in, live in a very you might have just made their day like, no it's yeah. very cynical and, and like no. you were just saying Conway you don't know where the person is mm-hmm. yeah. you know somebody could show a facade on the outside of you know I got all my shit together exactly. and your words of encouragement might be the thing that actually keeps that person together yeah. and you don't realize that Absolutely. you know words are powerful yeah, you know Absolutely. it's like casting spells you put things into the atmosphere you put all that out that energy and I, I agree with you saying no. things to people while they're alive is important no, no, because saying it when they're gone is just uh, it is a waste no it is celebrate all of us now I, I literally no I literally when I come out and I'm chopping it up with the brothers I'm literally celebrating you yeah literally yeah. celebrating you like 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 no, I fuck with Conway all the time oh. <laughs> no, no, you know what I'm saying like, yo Marcus what's up with that water charge over there this guy over here, Conway. Yo, I, actually, that's another funny story there, Marcus. 
we were at the video shoot here. We were doing a video here, you know, and <laughs> yeah, waters are starting to get doled out to people. <laughs> and, 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 and the inside joke was, you know, Marcus was paying attention to Conway because he was watching Conway watching the bottles just flying. Like, well, wait a minute, that's $2, $4, $6, $8. And we're just giving the waters away. We got a tab here, brother. Marcus is like, oh, hell no. Conway about to put a clip to that. He about to start charging everybody. Where's the credit card at? We're putting a hold on these waters right now. So that was another, that was the same night we got locked in the bing over here. Locked in the bing. Yo, but uh, oh, I, also wanna, I also want to plug a movie called Unhinged mm. with yeah. Russell Crowe. Yo, that movie was I haven't crazy. seen that yet. Is that the, the, the Rage, the Road Rage Road movie? Road Rage, yeah, yo, yeah, that yeah, movie yeah. is That's with the woman that like, some shit she didn't let him in or whatever the case oh, yo, is. It's, you, I got to watch it. Don't give it away. You know what? Yeah. I don't even give it away. Yeah, don't give I haven't it away. seen it, so. From the big first scene, the rest of the movie is crazy. Okay. I want everybody to go see it. It's very important to see that movie because it will teach you patience. Mm-hmm. Patience. Serious. Patience. Yeah. Very important. You never know who you're going to run into. So, Facts. see the movie Russell Crowe, okay. Unhinged. You know what's funny about that, too? And I, I had mentioned this in prior uh, uh, episodes with us when we were talking about uh, interactions. And for me, like I teach my kids, like, be prepared to understand if you're going to open your mouth towards somebody, you don't know how that person is going to react. So be ready for anything. If you ever feel the need to fucking voice your fucking... Yeah. yeah, just know that you don't know who the fuck you're dealing with. Yeah, they can take it to another they level. They can take it to 10 And when steps. you see this movie, you're going to be like, holy shit. <laughs> Yo, yo, you ain't bullshit. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> we, me and you, the only ones that seen this movie. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any yeah. of y'all seen Unhinged yet? Yo, crazy, crazy movie, man. Yeah, you never know who you never know who you who you getting upset with. If you had a bad day, somebody else had a worse day than you. So. You, you just don't know what people are going through. <laughs> so Francis, here we go. It's the the magic moment we've been waiting for. Francis, what are you rocking with right now? Ah, okay. Speak on I was, it. Oh, Speak on please it. do. You know, it's like the American Cubans, you know, with the native Cubans. It's mm-hmm. a big... Two different yeah. sex. Yeah. Right. So that, that's been hitting me hard because it's like you, we take advantage of the things, of the situations that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we take it for granted. Yeah, yep. we take it for granted. Like these people can't go to the regular store and go get... There's times, Brand, right? They, they got to yeah, shop yeah. at certain times a day and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just mind-blowing. I just saw a, a, a video today, too, of a, an older woman in Cuba. Uh, the hus- uh, Her son was a part of the, the protest, and they shot him down. They just shot him. Yeah. Yeah, they just blatantly just shot him. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, wow, you know, we could stand outside right now, the five of us, go outside with picket signs, say whatever the fuck we want, and not fear yeah. that. You know, you could fear a lot of other things. Man. Yeah, yeah. The cops ain't gonna come here and just mow you down and nah. dig you up right yeah. where you stand. Nah. Right. You know, because that's kind of what's going on in, in, in a lot of these countries yeah. with these turmoil. Yeah. No, but what kills me is the, the situation like when Obama was in and he let people go to the country. Mm-hmm. He started the process right. of us being yeah. able to understand. Yep. But not only that, they had funds coming in. Yeah, yeah tourist yeah. money. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So yeah. now when Trump took all that away, they back to zero mm-hmm. and it's so sad you know and it's like it's one of the most beautiful destinations in the world too yeah I've, I've actually been yeah, there yeah Conway's beautiful. been there yeah I know you've been there yeah. and I mean listen there's a reason why the mob ran there yeah in, in, in the time did. frame that they did yeah and why they owned every casino and hotel out there there's a reason for it 
gorgeous country. You know what I mean? Prior to you know the current regime that's still in, intact. Yeah, so, that's yes. what happened. So, France, I know you have, like you said, you go to Miami a lot. Have you spoken to any of your peoples down there? Anybody? Well, just people. What's going on down there? Because I know there's, there's a lot a big, of Cuban Americans. There's a big Cuban yeah. American. Yeah, but like she said though, there is separation, and the separation yeah. in Miami is different. Yeah. Right. Because I've lived there too, and I know yeah. the deal down there. Yeah. Right. The American Cubans, they don't really side so much with the Cuban Cubans. No. no. That's it's the sad. old school. It's the old school Cubans. Yeah. yeah so sad. It's very. Di- it's a. It's a. It's a, divi- a divided situation. Kind of like you know how we were talking about the culture. Yeah. In yeah. general, yeah. you know, but it's it's divided big time. Shout but I'm glad to, that you brought that up. Shout out to Cuba. Yeah. yeah, and the people are there fighting. You know, for the struggle. Listen, everyone just deserves the chance to be free and be happy at the end of the day. And uh, hopefully, there's some kind of resolution that comes to hopefully so you know, with that. Yeah. Hopefully so. So that brings us to the conclusion of this episode. We appreciate you joining us on this journey. We appreciate our special guests, Ms. Francis Martinez, a.k.a. Cigar Chaser, and Mr. Ade McCoy, founder and creator of the brand Cigar God. And once again, these two pillars of the New York City urban cigar culture. As usual, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on our Instagram page, uh, Facebook, Twitch. Um, we, our link tree is on the. Our uh, link tree is in our bio. Yeah, on institution. Uh, on institution media, of course. Like I said before, we're part of the OIM family. And in the words of Shirley Chisholm, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. We out. Peace. <laughs>